0: 100% authentic. This time we're getting into something a little bit not enough. It's never enough. And I know that sounds a bit odd, but let's take a moment out and you'll find out what we're talking about. So guys, you're back with Queen pin and the wingman now. Okay, we have no glasses this time. Like, where's the Clark Kent syndrome? I was waiting for you to ask. There we go. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm Like, I have I have to do like the Superman Clark Kent syndrome thing. Oh uh, <laughs> I,
1: I could see you clear. Well, I we lost these. We took them to Disney. We lost them. Did you see the photo I texted you and I said Rhea was wearing Right.
0: Them? Then we yeah. could find them. Happy and I birthday. just found them. Well, happy belated birthday to Rhea, by the way. Because yeah. I, I am, I don't know if you know, but I'm following her on Instagram. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm following her on Instagram. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. And she's like, it's my birthday.
1: Oh, she's hilarious. <laughs> she started a TikTok. She calls it her reality, like Rhea-ality. And she does oh, one every my God, night. So
0: I have to follow her. I have to follow yeah. her.
1: She talks about her so- crazy adventures. So.
0: But you guys have some amazing adventures.
1: You live in Orlando. There's a lot to do, you know, either you gravitate towards it or you despise it. Kind of, you know, the tourist lifestyle. I mean, that's kind of what it's like. Uh, we love yeah. it. I, I call myself like a, what did I used to call my daughters? Um, Not full-time tourists, but something, it'll come to me, but their whole lifestyle is a tourist, like living... Like they're living, to, uh, they're local tourists. Tourists, yeah, right.
0: But I think I think that's a cool thing to do in your city, though, because when sometimes and and it's crazy because even with a lot of New Yorkers, you will find out they know nothing about certain parts of the city. Yeah. They of course know their neighborhoods and things that are around them or places where they go to work, but when it comes to other parts of the city, they have no clue. Yeah. And it's like. And they're like, oh, I didn't know this place existed, or you know, because New York is the home of little everything. You've got little Italy, you've got little India, you've got little Jamaica, you've got
1: Chinatown, Great Town, fashion. Yeah, district. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. So you know, you can find and and we're not just talking food because you can find fashion, you can find different looks, different cultures, things for your home, everything so it's just one of those things but yeah and you find out how many people didn't know it's like oh we have a vast greek population you're like i know and they're like but no it wasn't here before it's always been there
1: (laughs) so yeah yeah. it's not like chicago chicago's so small let's say compared to new york but you have five bureaus and i realize a lot of my buddies that are new yorkers they kind of stay in their own pocket a little bit like I'm only Brooklyn I know I go in Manhattan but it's yeah Manhattan people I don't want to be bothered with the Bronx Queens or you know or Long Island is it Long Island the other one right well, Staten so,
0: Island is the Staten other Island.
1: one. I'm sorry I'm thinking Long Island here yeah so Staten Island you got the five beer and a lot of people I'm not saying they don't go to those areas throughout their life but they don't really go on adventures or really do things that are yeah. different than like going to a museum or going to what everybody else goes to and that's kind of what Orlando's just crazy it's exploding there's so many things to do so many restaurants now wow so many hotels so many parks so
0: okay so yeah well that's cool that is so cool so as I hinted before somebody's on TikTok you know that other person on the other side of the camera you know that person over there wearing the glasses and the blue shirt you know him but you've got this cool TikTok and I love it I love it, I love it, I love it. Um, and one of the things that struck me was you said, don't let anybody tell you about yourself. Mm. And we don't normally think that because we're always we're take, taught to take criticism and uh you know, not only critique, but advice and all of this stuff. And we don't realize that a lot of this is us being put having things put on us. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's the crazy part is that we don't realize that.
1: Yeah, we're programmed that way to let other people kind of dictate how we should feel, how we should live, how sh- we should act. Don't. Why are you allowing anybody to, you know, control any aspect of your life if you think about it? Even if you're in a relationship uh, or friendships with your friends or anybody, you have your own free will to do what you want to do, right? Why aren't you doing what you want to do? We always kind of. And, I, and I think we,
0: we, we see it when it comes to kids. We're always talking about don't give in to peer pressure. Mm-hmm. But we don't see it when it's adults, even with our friends. You know, you've got to keep up with this one and you've got to keep up with that one. And oh, well, this one was just bought a Chanel bag. Okay, but did you want that Chanel bag? Do you really need a Chanel bag? Did you want that particular color? You know? And, and the funny thing is, I think. I don't know if men go through this, but women will do it even when shopping on shopping trips. Mm. It's like, I'm buying these shoes. You should buy a pair too. Now you may have gone looking for a dress or looking for some something else. You're in a department store. You stop at, stop at the shoe section. So now your friend is buying shoes. Now you're buying shoes and a dress. Right. Instead of just going for the dress or the clothes that you were looking for. Right.
1: Or just focusing on helping her right? Not spending any money. I'm just saying, because a lot yeah. of times it does become a cha- not a challenge, but uh, you're doing it. So I kind of got to do it or you're one right. me, or, oh, okay. You know, I don't, a lot of times I don't necessarily think men in that environment challenge. Cause I was even with my, uh, I was with three guys this weekend, helping them shop. And it wasn't like they were competing with one another, but I will say a lot of times when I do go shopping with women, it does get a little competitive or there's right. never enough. There's like, and I hate to say this sometimes with a lot of people that love shopping is there's this void that, that it's never going to get filled. Like if, if you walk into a lot of women's bathrooms, a lot of times I would say, I forget the closet. We've talked about that. You walk into a woman's uh, like bathroom and their house or their apartment. A lot of times there's thousands of dollars of inventory sitting there between creams, right? Shampoos, uh clean, uh, I mean, we could go on forever. I'm not going to list everything, but if you look at all the products they have for their hair makeup, I mean, it's crazy. How much makeup do you truly need? How many brushes do you really need? How many types of hair products do you need? How many types of conditioner do you need? Like, and, and I also, think, you
0: know, the crazy part just, is we will validate it. We will validate it. We'll be like, I need that brush, but I need that. I need, right. you know, this is for my frizzy hair day, or this is for my not having body hair day or this, And it's like, when you think about it, we kind of don't, clean is clean. So you don't need 20 shampoos. You don't need, you know, so yeah.
1: Why are you buying all those products? If you really get to the core of it, I get it makes you feel better, hopefully, right? But a lot of those things you keep buying isn't necessarily because you need them. It's because you're kind of insecure. You don't have them or you're insecure that if I don't put this on my face or I don't put this type of shampoo or I don't have four different types of shampoo or I don't have Multiple things, right? Even perfumes. I tell a lot of people, you don't need more than two or three perfumes. I know a lot of people are like, "You're out of your mind." A lot of them spoil in a certain amount of time. And also, why do you have to have five hundred, a thousand dollars worth of perfumes sitting there? Right. Again, and you're going to most likely smell something else you like in the next year or so. So instead of boxing yourself in, I'm just using colognes as an example. We could go in the clothes and shoes and everything. You don't need. You know, all these, why do you have a hundred pairs of shoes? I love shoes. I get you love shoes, but if you can't again, pay your rent or you're have struggling in your life, but are you buying all these shoes to please others? Are you doing it for yourself? Do you really need a shoe for every outfit you wear? And again, a lot of people don't have money, but they have a lot of things that they spend money on that they really shouldn't be. It's insecurities. And right, um, right. You sometimes, I don't think people a lot of times know who the hell they are. They unconsciously just keep doing the same shit over and over again, as you know, thinking it's going to make them feel better, which yeah, when you buy it, you feel better. And then you get the credit card and you feel miserable. You're right. Or I'm just saying you go to your bank account and you know, if you spend an extra $50 a week on shit, you don't need at the end of the year. And then you want to go buy a home or you want to buy something. You don't have the money to do it. Now you're going to put yourself more in debt, but I have all these clothes and I have all this, a lot of things we're buying is a bad investment too. So that's a whole different thing.
0: Yeah, but you know what? And 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 I will say this: the one way I got out of that was find a bank that sends you notifications of what is in your balance daily.
1: Mm, they don't like that, people. A lot of people I don't want to look at their bank account daily.
0: That made me stop and take stock. Okay, well, if and and I don't and I and I don't mean with prompting. Like, get something that rings just like your morning alarm. Mm-hmm. And there are banks that do it. That will send you hey good morning you have this account this amount in your bank bank account what will now say you'll say okay darn i thought i had this much in my checking account or i need to make sure i keep this amount in my checking account or hey i'm i'm aiming i have a goal for where i want to save for so i cannot spend Mm -hmm. this right but because you get to Looking and you say, "Hey, you know what? You get that sticker shock."
1: Mm, yeah.
0: So definitely, that is one of the keys to to me, and, and 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 that's what I have is I have a bank account that says, "Hey, good morning. This is what's in your bank account." All right.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people have automatic withdrawals, and they kind of forget that a lot of money may be being drawn out. It could be your electric and, bill, and that it be a car payment, whatever. You forget about account. that stuff, and then all of a sudden you look and you're shocked because then you went and spent X amount of money on. Probably most of the times we're buying things are things we don't need. I'd hate to say it. Stop buying shit. You don't need or that things you already have. I not to be arrogant about it, but again, why are you buying these things? A lot of times, or why are you living a certain lifestyle that keeps hurting you instead of helping you? And there's that hurt or that help hurt kind of component. Like I just said, you go shopping, you buy something, I feel great. And then you get home and then, you know, you can't afford it. You kind of shopper's remorse. You're like, oh, you know, whatever, and then you get the bill, and then you're upset. Then you got to return it, or you got it, you got to pay interest on a more money on a piece of clothing or something that's already going to be worth not much in the future. So it's kind of this ongoing thing, Um, and it goes with a lot of things. It could be a car, it could be a boat. There's a lot of things men too that and women that buy things that are. Why are you buying it? You know what I mean? Like and look at the look at the long term. A lot of times of right, what you're really going to get out of value out of this right.
0: And I mean, even and, and and even thinking about something as simple as streaming, because I just did an episode on streaming uh, apps and networks and, you know, all those new things, everybody's got a plus, you know, Amazon, AMC plus, this discovery mm-hmm. plus, whatever. But this is what we're doing and they, that market knows, hey, I priced it at $3.99. You're not thinking I have 10 of these at three ninety nine dollars every month. Mm-hmm. You're spending essentially $40 or actually over because they charge you tax. Yeah. So you're send, spending over $40 to watch TV. At that point, you are up to a, at least buying internet or a small cable bill. So either buy the cable or don't, but now you have ten, and how many of them you are you actually watching? Mm-hmm. You can't watch all of them at the same wow. time. You yeah, have to have variety, but yeah, are you actually watching all those little channels that you have? Yeah,
1: everyone wants a piece of your check. <laughs> you know what I mean? I always say that. You know, the a car company or you know they want a piece. Maybe your rent, your mortgage, which is understandable—that's where you live. But maybe Discover Card wants a little piece of Bank of America, your credit card there, or wherever you have. Chase, you may have a card through or whatever. Everyone wants you to pay a little interest, wants you to get a little more debt. It's all this, they all want you paying them some type of uh, interest on your money. And a lot of things that you're buying again, why? Why are you doing a lot of things you're doing? And I'm not saying you can't enjoy your life. Believe me, I'm the king of like, I'm about experiences more than about possessions now. I've uh, uh, definitely been heading towards minimizing everything. I keep minimizing my closet. Because I'm like, if I'm not wearing this in a certain amount of time, I'm getting rid of it. It's not only taking up space, but I don't even want it to clutter my brain because obviously I don't like it if I haven't worn it in six months, unless it's something like a tuxedo or something like that. But again, uh, and I don't want to keep buying other things to replace the stuff I'm kind of getting rid of. Because I think another thing that a lot of us do, like, oh, I I I don't want this anymore. I get rid of it, but I'm like, but I do want it in this color. I get it, but the truth is, do you really need it? So you really need it in that color,
0: right? Right. Like, and I, I think yeah, and, and I think that's another thing that women do because we will say, I like this top. Mm-hmm. Now I have to have this top in every color it comes in. Why yeah. do you need it in every color? And and usually there's some bizarre color. Oh, I needed it in lime neon green. What do you have that is going to go with that specific color of green? Now you're shopping for. Green shoes or pants or something to go with Absolutely. that. And now it's causing extra stress. And this still goes back to allowing people to put things on us because when you're saying, okay, I have to have this, and more than likely you're doing this to compete with people who aren't competing with you. Because one of the things that I always, I often find myself telling my male friends is, don't do a comparison with your female friends. Why? Because she's already in a silent competition with other women. Mm. It, yeah. it, it 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 always happens. I mean, think about it. What do we have? We have shows that sit up there and ask us, well, who wore it best? Yeah. Guess what? If a company only wanted to put out one dress, they would have put out one dress. They put out thousands of dresses in myriad of sizes. Yeah. So in other words, even though you may not think that it's good for that person's body type or whatever, they made it for that person to wear. That person spent their money or someone bought it for them. It is their dress. It doesn't matter. They felt comfortable enough to wear it outside because trust and believe if you don't feel comfortable in something, you're not wearing it outside. Yeah. So I I think that is the, crazy thing is that we do this and we're now still trying to keep up keep up keep up and not being comfortable with it but we're right. allowing someone to say you know what you need to have a million of these why why do i need to have a million right and and, and that's and that's the crazy part is we' we need we need this i need this i need that i need the other why
1: yeah we we've discussed it fashion is looking good on what you can afford Right. Let's just call it for what it is. If, if you, um, if you're kind of caught up to, and it's not just fashion, it could be squishmallows, right? It could be collecting cigars for guys. It could be glasses. Um, is there a difference between me going to dollar store and getting a bunch of these for a dollar, you know, 10 for $10 or whatever? Or if all of a sudden I want to go to the mall and start collecting Cartier's out of, out of nowhere, I'm just like, oh, I need to start collecting Cartier brands, which could be 300, 500, 800, uh, because you all of a sudden want to make that part of your identity. And if you can afford it, like me and you discussed a lot of times, man, go with it, go with whatever you can afford. But most of the population um, really just gets caught up, I think, hurting themselves. And I am all about helping your image. And I want you to look the best you can look at all times. But at the same time, inside, I don't want your you know, either having to kill yourself with three jobs to support it or on the other end, being in debt. And a lot of people don't want to talk about how much they're in debt with credit cards or uh, just how much money they really don't have in their bank account, how they literally live week to week, um, which is very stressful. And I've been on both ends. I've had a lot of money and then I've been in debt a lot of money. And I've also spent... After a certain amount of time, I had to say, what do I truly value more here? My health and wellness and my well-being, or do I have to constantly dress better than everybody else or look better or one-up everyone or be time, go to the mall, spend money. And I go to the mall probably more than anyone still to this day. And I probably buy the least amount of things. Really? Uh, Yeah. Because I just, I take people or clients or friends or me and Ria go. So I'm always looking at what's in style. And I have a friend that shops. This is one of his things. You may, it sounds crazy, but a lot of women should try this. I know this may sound really crazy. He goes in shops, tries everything on, everything he likes, puts aside, puts aside. And then he may buy one piece or no pieces. He, he looks at what? just putting them on and whatever. Then he one, he'll only pick one piece. If he like okay. out of everything. instead okay. of taking, And every time he goes home, he takes that one beautiful, great piece. And then he built his wardrobe off that. And he knows. That that is, and he kind of, he loves shopping. So a lot of it isn't just what you're, you know, it's not just the purchasing it's, you know, shopping for it. And then if he does have buyer like shoppers remorse or more buyers or more, or whatever you want to call it, like, then he can go back and get it. But most of the time he's like, man, after a week or two, he's like, I saved a thousand dollars. I saved $500. Yeah. You know, I saved $300. He gets to shop and figure things out instead of buying it maybe returning it. But my point being is a lot of women, I think they like the shop. Don't get me wrong; they like to buy, but it's kind of more shopping than it is purchasing. If that, yeah. Comes. And I think a lot of women are scared because you try clothes on in that store for a long time, you feel obligated that you got to buy everything that fit you. You really don't. And, and- you may want to. I talk about my model bible: taking photos of yourself a lot of times in all the, the everything you wore that you liked. Take photos. Walk out. Go to another mm. store. Same thing. Walk out. At the end of the day, look at them all because a lot of times you're buying things at one store and then you find something better than another store and then you may find a discounted thing at this store. And then you go, maybe even do it in a week. Cause a lot of times and they'll even hold pieces for you. You look and I can assure you, you'll be like, no, no, I, no, I don't care. I, I'm happy. I didn't spend 300 error and I didn't spend 400 air and 200 air. Oh, I do like this though. If you can't go back and get it, you get it online, but just right. kind of shop, don't buy or commit.
0: Right. So. That is true. That is true. I mean, that's, 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 that's the, the gist of it. And and I think one of the things that I did learn couponing is not being afraid to walk away. Yep. Not being afraid to walk away. Um, You know, the big thing about couponing, I don't know if you know, is the math. Yeah. Because you're trying to make things cost as little as possible. Of course. So a lot of times when the math doesn't add up, and no, this is not a pun, <laughs> but when the math doesn't add up, hold on, I I her her hold buddy. on. I got the crazy dog. Come on. <laughs> I hear her baby. Oh
1: pick her mommy's home. She heard the garage. Sorry about that. Go
0: ahead. Oh. So no problem. So one thing is that we, you know, when the math doesn't add up it's okay to walk away Yes. because you've gone and planned. And one of the things I think differently about clothing shopping as opposed to couponing is you're planning out what you're getting. You have a strategy to get it down to the price you want it um, regardless of what you're buying. So you know, but when it doesn't add up, when a manager says no, when a discount doesn't come off, Sometimes instead of, this is why I tell people, don't turn into a mega carrot. Don't ask for the manager. Don't demand to see a supervisor. Don't argue, you wanna shop in some of those same stores. So you just walk away, walk away from it. Say, hey, you know what? Okay, it didn't add up. Maybe I added up something wrong. And sometimes it's, it's simple as not even walking away from it permanently. But walking away from it temporarily and taking time to do the quick math in your head while you're in the store. Get off the line. Don't hold up the cashier's time and say, let me look at this. But again, it's taking the time to take a step back and reassess it. And that's really what it's about is reassessing.
1: Learning to say no and learning yeah. the deal. We discussed, I said, just because something's on sale. I always talk about don't buy anything unless it's really on sale or discounted unless you truly want it. Right. I get you want to pay full price sometimes for certain things, but on the other end, you know, just cause it is discounted or just because you have a coupon does not mean you always need it or you have to buy right, it. Right. Right. Right.
0: And, and that's the other thing is finding out, do I need this? Because I told you at the time when I had My 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 son gave me that real big validation check. Like you have one head. I have one head. Yeah. Why do we have so much shampoo?
1: Right. Yeah. It's never enough. Like that empty hole. Like I said, there's that void. Yeah. Like shampoo's gonna go. Yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. It's just, there's so many things we could get into. I don't know if it's insecurities too. And I, I'd hate to box people in, but I do think a lot of us grew up without a lot of things and it's never enough, right? Or we may have lost a lot of things in a certain event. Somebody, you may have had divorced parents and then, you know, somebody moved and you, they threw out all your stuff. I'm just saying, or you, um, you, you know you wanted certain things you wanted to collect certain things throughout your life when you were younger or whatever age you are and you never were able to and then all of a sudden you may be doing really well or doing better then all of a sudden you start buying all these things and before you know it now you're not doing as well and now you're in right again. so there's all these things but you know it, it's just do possessions possessions don't get me wrong make people happy but it there does come a fine line again i think where they can also when you start hoarding, or it starts to look at your apartment or look at your house when it kind of starts devouring you. And I know some hoarders that even own businesses and you can't even walk in their house. You know what I mean? Or they become collectible or the collectors of it could be music. It could be albums. It could be whatever the hell and, it and, is. And, and I
0: think that that is, that is the one thing. Everybody wants to collect something. Yeah. And I mean, we've even had toys where it's like, Gotta have them all. Like, why? What what is going to happen if you don't have all of them?
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So yeah. And 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 I think this is something that we even get as children. We're comparing, well, you've got this toy at this, and I've got this toy at that. And and we we need to have as many, I need to have as many, and and even as parents, now we're feeling bad. Well, you know, I remember one time my son came home and he's like, you know. Well, my friend has this and I want that particular one, which you already have one, but I want that particular one. So now you're kind of like feeling like the bad parent Mm. and you want to get your child that.
1: Yeah. So yeah,
0: we have to figure out that line and figuring out that that peer pressure just doesn't just go away. It doesn't just go away. Yeah.
1: I think too, like as we age, a lot of people want to leave a lot of things to their family members if they pass away or that's part of their legacy. But I'd hate to tell a lot of people is a lot of the stuff you have is shit that people don't want. That's what you wanted a lot of times, especially if you go in people's garages or you go in their attics or you go in their basements. Actually, you're leaving them with a lot of things that are actually probably not that valuable to a certain degree, and it's a hassle to either throw it out or whatever you've left. Find someone to
0: give it to, or yeah. yeah. And, and the thing I think what most people don't think of is, guess what? As we get older and we get our own stuff, you have your own house, you have your own apartment, you have your own stuff. Yeah. So everyone has their own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's, uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, abundance. You know what I mean? I, I think sometimes too, we think more is better. And a lot of times it's more aggravation. <laughs> talk about it a lot it could be cars again it could be both even for wealthy people don't underestimate buying a lot of things we talked about it yeah maintaining those things you know maintaining those things yeah
0: speaking of cars i don't know if you remember that commercial where what was it there was this car and the slogan was ola is ula which meant bigger is better supposedly yeah and everybody went around saying this and saying this and saying this and Think about it. This is ingrained in our brains, and this was what a commercial from like the eighties, right? And I still remember it now. And it's it's twenty twenty two. Like, come on, yeah. So yeah,
1: yeah. So well, we started off with my TikTok. We ended, we went in totally different direction, and I like it.
0: <laughs> it's a about- <laughs> we always do. We always do. We started off
1: with that. I like it. We went to that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm with you. I'm. I'm. Minimizing everything. I was goofing around with Rhea and I said, Listen, I'm ready to get live in a one bedroom. She almost rolled her like laughing at me. And I said, I want to make a statement. I do not want to be bothered. Plus, I do not want to take care of anything. I not that, like I'm not kidding. Like, get her if it's a two-bedroom, make one a closet and maybe part office, but in the other room is just a bedroom and call it a day because the bigger for me, the more aggravation homes, I don't care if they're town homes uh all these things more cars aggravate me more just i just want to spend time doing exactly what i want to do i'm not a guy who wants to take care of a home anymore i don't want to take care of a boat or boats i don't want to take care of sports car if i get a nice car one good car you know what i mean that call it a day that's all i want to maintain and i'm telling you a lot of people out there they don't realize by minimizing a lot of what they have it starts to give them so much freedom to do other things. It could even be your home. If you got a big home and you always got to clean it, you got to landscape it, maintain it. Getting out of that, if you don't want it, and the cost of that, you you have more income, less stress. Uh, if you're making money on your home or your business, I get that. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of people that maintain a lot of things that are just devouring their life. Because I just heard something right. recently. I heard this it sounds crazy, but we sleep for eight hours, right? And say you work for eight hours, just saying 16 hours. Then you got a shower, go to the toilet, eat, all these things. You're left with three, four hours to your day to do what you want to do. If, if you're spending all that time maintaining a lot of things that aren't even that valuable or that you don't even care about or you're exhausted, you may have to take a totally different approach in your life, I think. But people are afraid to do that too. But you don't yeah. have so much time. So true. Yeah, I don't want to be a slave to possessions. I've always said it. That's what a lot of people end up becoming. And a lot of it's... Yeah, you don't, you,
0: don't, you don't want to be... You don't want your possessions to possess you. And that's really what it's about.
1: That's really what it's about. On weekends, my buddy was always like, my friends are like, you're always there and you go there and you're at Disney and then you're here and you're having a cigar. You're meeting your friends. You have all this time to work on. I'm like, because I don't have to do what you do. You put yourself in a position to have to do a lot of things that you don't want to do or take care of a lot of things that you don't want to take care of. That was on you. You want to get a big pool. You want to get a house with, again, you want to do your own landscaping to save money. You want all these projects that you want to do. And then you tell me you're exhausted or they cost too much money to, and you know, you want two or three cars. You're always bringing one in the shop. You spend your day there. I'm like, that's things you just got to think about. I do what I want to do when I want to do them. And I've structured my life that way. And it's, and
0: that's great.
1: Yeah, you got it for me. I'm I'm just too old to mess around. I stopped doing things I don't want to do. I saw that and it's But that's movie. cool.
0: I I think I think more people should think like that. Like I know someone that has three cars, and like you said, one of the cars always needs to be fixed. And then yeah. when, you know, when you when I mentioned, you know, well, maybe if you cut down, cut down to two cars. But then it's like, and and then I the excuse that I got was. Well, if two of them need to be fixed, at least that way, I still have a car that I can drive. And I'm like, yeah, but at that point, you're still fixing something.
1: Yeah. My dad's got buddies who have 10 cars and they spend most of their time at car shows looking at other cars. He's got 10 cars that he very seldom drives or even looks at. I get there for investment purposes. That's awesome. But he also has to maintain all those cars. You got to run them. You got to clean them. You got to have everything looked at. So a lot of his life is stressing over cars, maybe even purchasing or flipping them, which is part of his thing. But also he's always trying to get the car shows. I just take my car and I go to a car show and enjoy it. Now, if I wanted to get into the car business, that's different, but he's not even in the car business, but they're always kind of complaining. I had this happen in the car. I got to do this. I got to do that. I'm like, what? Just sell those cars. You're older or keep a few, go to car shows, enjoy the show and call it a day. In my opinion.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
1: So anyways. But,
0: but on that note, I think it's a perfect way to end the show.
1: All right. We'll wrap it up.
0: So guys, you've been listening to or watching, whichever you're doing, Queenpin and the Wingman.